welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. My headphones suck, so that's what we were messing around with a couple minutes late. Apologize for that. But I'm Dell. I'm joined by my co-host, Greg Luther. What's up, buddy? How you doing this fine Monday afternoon, bro? Do better stuff would work properly, you know? Uh, dude, you don't need to tell me that, man. It, the weather's getting hot outside. I had to turn my AC on when I got home, but I'm doing better. How's it going in your garage right now? Is it hot in there? I've got a fan in here, so it feels fine. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. News today. Falcon signed former Bengal, Trey Flowers, who's uh, been here a year and a half, played that role kind of guarding the tight ends for us. Um, been pretty damn good for us in that role. But he signs with the Falcons. I think after the draft, we all thought that's probably the end for him. And unless an injury happens, probably the end for Eli Apple as well. Yeah. By the way, a quick shout out to Anton. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Anton. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I always see you on here. Thank you for the support, buddy. Yeah, happy birthday, Antoine. Who day to Kane and Jerome and Jerome watching. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, uh, so Flowers, I mean, he, I just never thought he got enough uh, credit. You look at him and what he did against the tight ends in the playoff, that Super Bowl run. I know he didn't do as well as this year and last year, but Trey Flowers is a valuable asset. As long as you know how to use him right, Lou gave said, look, this is what your role is going to be. And Lou gave him the perfect role to guard the tight ends. And he did a hell of a job of doing it, I thought. Now, uh, who, who do you see filling that spot or potentially filling that spot when we go up against a Travis Kelsey, especially? That's a good question. So we kind of saw a little bit of Dax Hill doing it. He is not as big as Flowers, but I thought he did a decent job at it. It wouldn't surprise me if they put Battle in there. I know Battle doesn't have the athleticism, but I, I could see Battle going in there at times too, you know? Yeah, I could just see so many different guys like that they've drafted, whether it be DJ Turner or it be uh, shit, uh, like you said, Battle, or they move people around and it's Nick Scott or Dax with Battle right. playing at safety or – that's the good thing, I guess, when you have so much depth and options there in your secondary, yeah. you can try to figure that out. Yeah, and here's another name our buddy uh, Tyson. I mean, with his speed and he's got good size, I wouldn't put yeah. him out of the mix either. So, no, Tyson Anderson. I, I, I mean, like, you know, that's why I really wasn't for drafting a safety at first because I like Tyson Anderson, six round pick, ran a fast 40, big guy, he, and he, he was a captain. He, I could see him being thrown in there at times. So, you know, who kind of played that role. Not a not a defensive back. Jermaine Pratt played that role decently well. He's kind of got the speed to keep it. You saw what he did against Kelsey, yanking that ball out, securing the game pretty much, helping us get back and win that game. That's another guy that kind of fills in that role a little bit. Well, or maybe another linebacker, maybe Akeem Davis Gaither. I don't yeah. think he'd want to do it all the time, but he's got, you know, size and good speed. Yeah. Um, Kelsey's just such an elite route runner. It's how he wins so much. So Yeah, he he's just right play. I mean, like it's not like we're the only team that doesn't know how to guard Kelsey. I mean, you look at Kelsey this whole year, man. I mean, everybody knew the ball was going to be going to him. He had a bunch of B receivers for the Chiefs, and he still managed to be the best tight end in the league. But, yeah, if Battle doesn't earn a starting spot, though, before the season ends, yeah, he's probably in there at some point. Yeah. But if not, man, a guy that just seems like, you know, he studies the game, he knows what's going on, he's great at anticipation. You know, maybe though he's not an elite, elite athlete, he can keep up with the mentally, which is yes, you know, a big part of the battle with Kelsey. I think there. So it, I don't know. There's so many guys. None of it would surprise me. Who dated Darth? Who dated Dustin? Um, 
You see the Ravens defense is going to be as tough as last year. They gave our offense a lot of issues. We'll get into that. So that's kind of today's topic is uh, we're going to look at the different teams. We're going to look. I printed off their depth charts as of now. And we'll kind of mention guys, you know, that maybe pop into their depth charts. But we're going to start with Cleveland. But before that, I do want to talk about, we mentioned the other day, Greg, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So Donovan Smith, that officially the news came out. They are going to play him at left, which is kind of what we thought. He's played left his whole career. Right. So it made sense they would uh, move Taylor back to the right tackle. I didn't realize Smith had such a bad year. Did you see those stats? No, I saw he was a free agent because remember before we got, everybody knew we were going to get Orlando Brown. I looked at him like, man, I don't know about that. No thank you and all that. I mean, that just shows you. I mean, like, I didn't even want him starting over Jonah Williams, I believe, and all that, man. I mean, that just shows you how – that's where the Chiefs are because everybody thought they were going to try what's his name at, at, at Juwan Taylor at left tackle, but they're I guess they just were like you know what we want to keep him where he's at. So I don't know, man. I mean that to me that's that's desperation right there, buddy. But uh, Smith and Tampa last year as their left tackle gave up thirty one pressures, six sacks, and then uh, most in the league twelve accepted penalties against him. Three of those directly resulted in uh, touchdowns being taken back that the Buccaneers had scored. So yeah, I mean that's. That's not ideal for the left tackle. Now, a Chiefs fan was saying, well, Tom Brady's a statue back there. And then I see a Bengals fan say, yeah, but he got the ball out quicker than anybody else in the NFL. Yeah. And, and Mahomes cool. doesn't. Mahomes scrambles around and this, that, and the other. So if you're giving up pressures and sacks and penalties because guys are beating you and Mahomes is yeah. scrambling around, I don't know. I would think he would have more. Yeah, you know, like I say, man, that's the only weak spot of their death chart. I mean, Creed Humphrey, uh, Joe Tooney, and the I forget who their other guard is. And other than that, though, the, their offensive line solid, but your weak spot just happens to be your most important spot of your line, which is your blind side. We got Huda to Matt, and I assume this is Santori in there. Santori. And you're a gilf, Greg. Whatever the hell that is. I, well, I, mean, I thought that was a grandpa you'd like to ask, but I didn't know you had any grandkids. Apparently, I uh, hey, they know more than I do. Apparently, so you have like grand doggies. I, until I figure that out, I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always get caught off guard with every any, something that gets thrown at me like that. So we'll see. It's fair. All right, so we'll just start in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of go through and we'll look at their offense. Then we'll switch over to their defense, and I'll we'll just kind of I'll get your thoughts and then get mine after. Mm-hmm. So starting with Cleveland, uh, Amari Cooper, they've got penciled in at receiver along with Peoples-Jones. Then they made the trade for Elijah Moore with the Jets, which I I sometimes forget they did that. The Jets just, ah, they, I thought that was very premature. He was there for like one year. Guy could be yeah. a very good slot receiver for them, very good speed. Yeah. Their line on paper isn't bad, but it, it didn't play as well last year as it normally does. Yeah. They still have Jedrick Wills, Joel Petonio, Ethan Pochek. They brought back as their center. He was there last year. Yeah. Um, Wyatt Teller, still all pro guard. Yes. Jack Conklin, still a very good tackle. And Joku had a good season once he was healthy. Yes. And then you've got uh, Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb. Jerome Ford from Cincinnati scheduled to be his backup this year. So, oof. I kind of wanted him last year, man. He, he was a beast at UC, I can tell you that, man. So, and you know the, that Cleveland Browns offensive line. So we'll see. On on paper, that starting unit looks pretty good. And then you toss in like 
Well, they still have David Bell from Purdue. That's only yeah. going into the second year. Marquise Goodwin, who can take the top off of defense, the track guy. And they got my guy Cedric Tillman in the third round out of Tennessee that I really like as a possession guy. So no, no, that they got some decent receivers. Like I, I thought I thought Amari Cooper, everybody was all over all the Browns got Amari Cooper. I mean, Amari Cooper, I'm not ripping on Amari Cooper or anything. I just don't think he's that they were treating Amari Cooper like he was up there with Chase or Jefferson. He's not a bad receiver. He's a good, reliable receiver, but I don't consider him like a top 10 receiver, you know? Yeah, which I don't see us uh, in the market for picking up a receiver, but they're going to have to cut some guys that are going to be picked up. They still have Anthony Swartz, guy who ran like a 4-2 from Auburn, yes. return guy. Then they picked up Jakeem Grant, who's another return guy. Yeah. And then Jalen Darden, who a lot of us like, that was only with uh, Tampa Bay for a year. Mm-hmm. That's the guy they brought in. So, I mean oh, – yeah. <laughs> The amount of bodies at wide receiver. Well, Dale, man, you, I mean, like they, at one point, I don't think they had any receivers. So they had to load up on a bunch. And so I, I just yeah. think what they're doing is, with the exception of Cooper and Peoples-Jones, and I'm assuming Bell, who's in his second year, they're going to be like, look, there's a competition for like three or four spots. The best four are going to make the team. That's what they're doing right now. Well, I think Moore, I mean, Moore has a – Oh, Moore. Sorry, sorry. What am I saying? Yes. Uh, but, I mean, Tillman, they, they'd use that draft capital. I don't see him going anywhere so, like that. Two spots. I think there's two open spots. So yeah. Yeah. If they keep seven, there's two spots. If not, they're down to pretty much one spot. So yeah. Yeah. That's um and then Dewan Jones, another guy they picked up that could end up playing at some point on their line, along with the center from Ohio State that I liked. Yeah. Luke Whipler all the way in the sixth round. So what did you paper- Go ahead, Greg. So the thing about Dewan Jones, I read somewhere, he what, what, what a lot he told people in the interview was his biggest dream was being an NBA player, and that kind of scared off teams. Even though we know he's not going to the NBA, they're like, right. oh, your number one focus is not football or anything. You wanted to be a bad, which is fine to say that. I mean, I give him credit for being honest, but at the same time, it's like, okay, football really isn't his biggest love or anything. Yeah. But I still, if people went to his birthday party, yeah, that's true. Hey, got to remember that, man. That's a plus right there. But, yeah, it looks like they're pretty deep. You know, James Hudson from Cincinnati, too, is in that uh, mix on their their backup lineman. So, uh, Jordan Aikens from Houston is a pretty solid uh, backup tight end. I mean, just – and then they brought Josh Dobbs in. They have – when the hell did they get Kellen Mond? I don't Ooh, know. Kellen, Kellen Mond from Minnesota. Oh. But then they also drafted Dorian Thompson Robinson. Okay. So, like, the backups, which are fitting a certain type, you know, guys that can be mobile right. to come in and, and um, you know, if Watson's out. But, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, on paper, that offense looks pretty good. Where would you say maybe is a weakness of that group? Um, so weakness of that group, you, you know what? I mean, obviously running back, I think it's safe to say for running back, they're not bringing back Kareem Hunt. So there's really, I don't want to say the word weakness. The question is, can they come together? The Browns last couple of years really never had a bad team on paper. They just couldn't come together or anything. You saw that year when they had Odell Beckham and Landry. I'll be the first to tell you, I thought that was a suitable caliber team and all that. And they just, the Browns just find a way. Dale, the Browns just find a way. They I mean, find a way true. to screw them up. I'm sorry, but they did. I'll still say, I just don't know. Like, Watson didn't look like the same Watson from three or four years ago. No, like, but so like. I mean, unless he I mean, has I, this sh- shit yeah. together. I mean, he's cap- we've seen what he's capable of doing when he was really great that one yeah. year in Houston. 
No, it's just, you know, like with I think with him being out of football, I mean, like now that he has a full seat, we'll see what happens and all that. But, you know, Cleveland, I always tell you this, man, I, Cleveland is always a team you never turn your back on because they've always given us problems. Uh, yeah, they're going to play us tough. But looking at their – I mean, well, like I, I said, it will depend on Watson, but that offense it has weapons, it has line, it still has Callahan as the O-line coach. Yeah, best offensive line coach in the league in my opinion. Now their head coach kind of makes some boneheaded calls at times, so that could yeah. be something else that kind of hurts them. But right. uh, then we'll flip over to the defense because they made quite a few additions on defense as well. No, they got a scared defensive line. I know they added some good pieces on that defensive line, and that kind of scares me a little bit. So yeah. So obviously they saw Miles Garrett, who's complete fresh. They added just alone on the the defensive line. They added. Jordan Elliott, Dalvin Tomlinson, which maybe they already had Elliott. I don't know. Yeah. But they added Tristan Hill also. Mm-hmm. And then they added the big guy for Baylor, Ika. Saki. Yeah, I, I, I liked him here and there. Yeah, no, that was a good – they had a good draft for his main draft. And they year. added Maurice Hurst. Like, those are guys who, like, even top, like first, second-round type guys. Tristan Hill won the second round with the Cowboys, which right. was, to me, uh, you know, overdrafted. But still, somebody valued him highly. Yeah. But I mean, Dalvin Tomlinson was a very good pickup. Yeah. I mean, from Minnesota, he he's had a really good couple seasons. So I mean, that was their biggest weakness was kind of that interior D line, and they really went out and attacked it because they still have Perry on Winfrey, they still have Tommy Togiai, guys they drafted last year. If those guys yeah. take a step, so they're they're pretty deep on that D line, but. It's like, okay, who takes a step for them? You know, is Tristan Hill going to really be anything? Is Ica going to be anything? No, I think Tomlinson mm-hmm. will be good. Jordan Elliott should be solid. Right. But And they brought in the uh, edge from Texans who had a really good season, Okoronkwu. Mm-hmm. I know we yeah. talked about him a lot because that was the guy we were interested right. in. Right, that's him, yes. So um, getting him is a good pickup, and I love that they, for them, not, not for us, that they got Isaiah McGuire from Missouri because I was uh, really high on him. Dude, you showed me, uh, you sent a video of all this to him, man, and I, I wanted him. And now, I mean, damn. Yeah, screw that guy now. But yeah, yeah screw him now. Him. But still, yeah. It, Here's it, a guy in the third or fourth round. If we could get him, I'd love them, you know, and right. things played out different. Well, when, when we drafted what's his name, we drafted Miles Murphy, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it was over at that point. Yeah. But had we not drafted Murphy and went another direction, that would have been a guy I would have loved to got there at the end of the third into the fourth. Right. Alex Wright's another guy they brought in last year. So they're, yeah, they're, they got a lot of uh, young pieces on that D line to rotate in. Yeah, exactly. And then they got uh, Wusu Koromo at linebacker. Linebacker could be a weakness because Anthony Walker and Jacob Phillips. Yeah. They brought Anthony Walker in. But uh, Jacob Phillips, I know he was injured a lot last year. They still have Taki Taki has a backup, mm-hmm. guys like that. Uh, Wosu Cormo is a freaking stud. They got to steal with him in the second round. But mm-hmm. other than that, like I'm not completely terrified of that linebacker core. They just could never find a good guy, another defensive end to pair up with uh, Miles Garrett. Who was that guy from the Giants they got a couple of years ago? Didn't pan out. They gave him a huge contract. You know, do you know who I'm talking about? Um, they tried to pair him with Garrett. Didn't work. Clowney. We saw. I, I thought Clowney was going to cause a bunch of problems. That didn't work out. They just couldn't find that. Even like an interior defensive lineman. Remember Larry Ogunjobi didn't get used right, and once we got him, he was a he was a beast for us. So, like I said, they just could never find that guy to pair up with Miles Garrett. Well, what I like, like for their sake, once again, 
I like that they went out and they got so many guys because oh, like, we're not just counting on one. Right. One no, no, no. Out. How, how do you win the lottery deal? You, the more lottery tickets you have, the better chance you have. That's a great point, Greg. Yeah. Um, and then their secondary, it's good. Yeah. I still wonder about the safeties. I mean, obviously, Juan Thornhill coming in, that's a big get for them. Yeah, but I but Juan Thornhill, we, it's going to be personal when we go up against him when he was with the Chiefs. So, you know. But they use him wrong. You know, they use yeah. John Johnson wrong. You know, so that's one thing to consider. Do they use him wrong like they did well, Johnson? And- well, I'll say this, though. I know you didn't talk about it. Denzel Ward, can you agree with me on this? The two guys for the Browns, well, besides their offensive line, that just drove me nuts for the most were Nick Chubb and Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward was, just drove me nuts. And when, when Higgins and Boyd went down that game and Chase went, went up against him, Chase just finally broke the wall on Denzel Ward. He's still going to be a tough corner to face, don't get me wrong, but we finally broke the wall on Denzel Ward when we played him. Yeah. Yeah, and they added uh, – so they got him, Martin Emerson, and Greg Newsom. That's a good yeah. corner group. Yeah, and Emerson, yes. And Thornhill at safety. So they've got a lot of speed at safety. They've got a lot of youth there. Uh, Thornhill's kind of the older guy, but remember he's like 25. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we try to get – but, Dale, again, also, like I said with Miles Garrett, they could never find that second corner to go with Denzel Ward. They thought Grady Williams, who I thought was a steal for them in that second round one year, obviously didn't cut it. He went signing with the Eagles. So, they like like Miles Garrett, they never could find that second good corner to pair up with Denzel Ward. Emerson, as a rookie last year, showed more flashes than anybody else they've had, though. So, well, now, did you like Emerson? I thought would have been an interesting pick for the Bengals because I knew he was a big guy. Were you big on Emerson last year over? Uh, I, had him as a, I had him as a, I, what did they take him in the first? I think I had him as a second. No, 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 no. He was, I think they took him in the second or third okay, round. Yeah, that's about yeah. where I had him was second or third, and I thought he would have been solid. And he was in that same. I, ha- I probably have him a little lower in CTB, but he was in that same grouping for me of players mm-hmm. like that weren't too far off in the same area. Yeah. Um. Then they also brought in Cameron Mitchell from Northwestern as another guy. So if Emerson's not balling out, I really yeah. like Cam Mitchell. I know he he went a little late, but that was a guy we were a little bit interested in coming into the process. And then um, Ronnie Hickman went undrafted from Ohio State, but still only twenty one years old. Mm-hmm. If their safeties aren't working out. I think he's going to make. I easily think he makes that team. Yeah, their defense. Like I say, with the exception, with if it wasn't for Denzel Ward, that could be like the worst defensive back. They could be almost the worst defensive back for the league. But because they have Denzel Ward, who I, in my opinion, is a top corner. I'll just say this: I think Denzel Ward's the top corner in the league. That's just my personal opinion. But yeah. Now. Chubb is getting some miles on him. I don't know. I don't think so because he shared. I remember he shared carries with what with, with uh. You know, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't ignore Chubb just yet. Uh, yeah, I think he's still got a couple more prime years. Like, yeah, and that's yeah. if they really want to run him more. Right. I wouldn't turn yeah. my back on Chubb. Yeah, Antoine, they do like to bark. It is something. Well, I I, if uh, we're winning, they they ain't barking. But if they're winning, they don't shut up. Yeah. Buddy, I worked with a Browns fan for two years. He would never shut up about anything, so you don't need to tell me that. What's up, poor chap? Jerry? Talkie, yeah, but the talkie's a backup for them right now, so yeah, might not see him. Pac-Man, well, I don't. I think we would have to say what's-his-name, right? Uh, Lamar Tremaine, Parrish. Tremaine Mack you could throw in there, too. Lamar Parrish. Uh, yeah. No, Lamar several, Parrish can't go with. Yeah, I set several records and stuff as a punt returner, so... But I mean, Pac-Man in my lifetime has definitely been the most explosive fun returner yeah. that I've watched. You know, 
Okay. No, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I'd, I'd have to go back and look. That's why whenever Tom comes, he can help clarify for that and all that. But yeah, I think I think it's Lamar Paris for him. I mean, Trey Mack, I he had that one good year, but he still made the Pro Bowl. So, but yeah. Now, special teams. I'm not really going to sit here and go over the special teams. Nah. They do have Kate York, who had an up and down rookie season at kicker. Um, I think he'll be just fine for them. Yeah, that kid out of LSU. I'll tell you one. Speaking of special teams, I'll tell you one special teamer I did not. I don't miss for the Browns is Josh Cribbs. No. No, I don't think anybody misses him. I don't miss him. Oh, my God. Now, Baltimore, this is – I don't know, man. Can, 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 once again, can Lamar throw the ball? But... You know, that's the thing. They're talking about throwing – he wants to throw 6,000 yards a game. They bring in that uh, Todd Monken from Georgia who wants to go into an air raid offense. The question is, like you just said, can they throw the ball? That's going to be the big question mark right there. And if you're really asking him to set back and throw all the time and not use his legs as much, how many interceptions is he going to end up with? Well, Dale, remember that Bengals game last year? Third and fourth and inches. Two tries on third and fourth and inches. He goes deep. Guy wide open in the end zone. I believe it was Hollywood Brown. All by himself in the end zone. Overthrows him. Another pass over the sideline. I mean, he's. I'm not criticizing Lamar. He's. He just hasn't proven it to me that he's – but you know what? Who knows? I think it was Duvernay because Hollywood was already going. That, I'm sorry, Duvernay. You're right. I was just like, hey, it was easy for me to look down at the depth chart, right? No, it's okay. It's okay. So trust me, I wouldn't have pulled that name out of my ass otherwise. Right. <laughs> no, it's cool, bro. But they don't even have Duvernay now as starting, which I know he's a special teams guy, and he's probably right. their fourth guy, my guess. But they, they brought him back. Him. They still have Rashad Bateman, who is a first, first or second round guy from Minnesota. Yeah. And then they used another first-round pick on Zay Flowers, who I had as my second wide receiver, so I really like him. I, I love his change of direction. I love his speed. I love so many things about Zay Flowers. I don't love that he's a Raven. Is he, though? Uh, a buddy of mine said he watched him. He says he's just another Hollywood Brown. Do you agree with that? He's better. Okay. He's better. He's a better route runner. He's, uh, you know, mm -hmm. Hollywood was more your go balls and – it just seemed like he was wide open with the Oklahoma offense, the way they do things. Right. As Flowers had to actually still get open because mm -hmm. everyone's attention was on him. At, right. Uh, he was playing for Boston College. So he's had to become a better route runner and things like that, that I don't think um, Hollywood Brown ever did personally. Right. Um, no, 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 I mean, Odell Beckham, man. But here's the thing. Can I ask you this? Odell Beckham, could you consider him even that Super Bowl against the Bengals? If he would have played that whole game, we probably could have lost by more and all that. But before that, how many good years has Odell really had? Answer me that. I mean, I would have to go back and look at his New York years to see how much he was injured. But he seemed like he was good for three, four years in well, New York. Yeah, he's been hurt too, so that you, you 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 can't blame everybody for that. But I'm just saying, sixteen million dollars, man. I know I mean, they they put a big amount of money on him, and yeah. but they wanted to keep Lamar. You know, I seen something today that said they probably would have drafted Will Levis if they would have ended up like. Yeah, see, that's another thing, Dale. Lamar said goodbye. I don't want to be here and all that and stuff. And then all, I mean, like money talks. I know that, but I'm just saying, man. I mean, you know, if he, if I'm a Ravens, I want to talk to a Ravens fan right now to, to truly hear what they have to say. But you know, they're going to say like, "Oh, we're happy," you know. But I really, I want to talk to an honest Ravens fan, see what they honestly think about all this. Yeah. So that's kind of the receivers. They still have a, like I said, Duvernay, mm -hmm. and they have a Nelson Aguilar. Oh gosh, man! So speed, they have speed, but he can't catch. Well, and can Lamar hit him in stride even? 
to see if he can catch it. So yeah, can Laura even get it to him? That was the problem. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. See, that's what I'm saying. Just too many in and answer. Too many questions on this. It could be. It's like an up and down. This could be up or this could be down. We just don't know. Now their line, I, I know they lost uh, their left guard, but they they got Ben Cleveland a couple years ago. I was very high on Ben Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. So, He's penciled in to start at left guard after losing. I cannot mm-hmm. think of the guy's name that they lost. Yeah. But so you still got Ronnie Stanley. Can he be healthy? Ben when he's healthy, he's he's a top five left tackle when he's healthy. Ben Cleveland, how well will he play this year? Because if not, I could see Voorhees taking that spot next year if he's healthy. Yep. But Ben Cleveland was a freaking beast, man. I don't, do you even know who I'm talking about? Remember the picture? No, I know Ben Cleveland. Cleveland. What college did he come out of again? Uh Georgia, I think. Georgia, I, 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 I knew. I thought it was. I thought it was Boise State. He came out of. I could be wrong. What's man. his name? Ben Cleveland. Ben Cleveland. There's a picture of this guy. He looks like a brick shit outside. No, 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 no. I, I just like that. Yeah, Ben Cleveland. I could have sworn it was Boise State. I know exactly who you're talking about, Dale. But yeah, um, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, if there's a picture of me, such a fucking yep. brick shit house. You got me beat, Dale. You're right. It's Georgia. God damn it. You're right. Right yeah, six foot six, big dude, and all that. Yeah, dude, he like he is a monster. I was, I really liked him for us, but then he, you know, they didn't play him early, but he's penciled yeah. in at left guard. So how he plays will probably, yeah, determine part of their season here because his backup is, whew, Amava Luala <laughs> Just Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Good luck Linderbaum, with that, bro. Linderbaum, we all think. Good good center. He's probably go to some Pro Bowls in his career. He's a very good center. Did, did he pan out as a rookie, in your opinion? I think he did. I think he was not like, oh, my gosh, he's all pro as a rookie. But who really is on offensive line? It's rare. I think he got better and better, and he was pretty damn good. Yeah, no, no. Were you on to, I know we talked about, I forget, were you team Linder, Linderbaum? Not once we got Karras, really. Like, once we got okay. Karras, I was like, oh, I, I can roll with that guy. Right, exactly. Well, see, Linderbaum just didn't fit us because he can only play the one position. You know the Bengals in general value versatility. So. Well, I never thought he was getting to 31 either last year. So I never, like, you know, that's something I would always tell. I said, he's not going to get there. He's like, oh, you don't know that. I'm like, no. Uh, can't see can't see that's what you can't see was pretty much this year's Leonard Baum also there's always that one type of person you just don't know yeah yeah it's like most likely not getting there yeah and then Zeitler man I still oh. that still hurts me that we didn't pick him up a few years ago I know we ended up getting capital last year Oh, man, I know, but, for a decent amount of money too. Dude, well, dude, that was a stab in the face to me, especially when I found out that he said the Bengals. Well, look, I'm not going to bring up the past, but the Bengals. They just said it was by a couple. He wanted to come back here so badly and all that by a couple. Now that's when I was like, "Oh, you've got to be kidding me!" But obviously, we got capping now, so I, it's in the past. And like you said, and then they brought in Morgan Moses to play right tackle. So big guy, and they also have the guy from Minnesota that was like six nine, four hundred pounds. Uh, Daniel Falele. Falele. I kind of liked him last year. So he's still there if Moses don't pan out. But Morgan Moses has just been a damn good solid right tackle, and he keeps not getting these big contracts the last couple of years. Right. He got drafted. He came into Washington, right? 
out of Virginia. He came in. He, he played. Yeah, for he a was a third. I remember wanting him that year. I think, uh, or no, it was second round. I think when he went, and we that's when we took Jeremy Hill. Yeah, we took I, Jeremy Hill. A buddy of mine was pissed. A buddy of mine. At the I time want a Car- I want. I actually wanted Morgan Moses or Carlos Hyde if we were going running back. Oh uh, yeah, you were on. No, I liked it. Be honest, I, I did like Jeremy Hill. I was actually happy about that pick, but. Obviously, after one year, it didn't not work out at all. So yeah. But I want a Morgan Moses, and honestly, he never really lived up to being right. a second rounder either. But a good, solid offensive lineman that lasts as long as he has. I right. guess that is panning out. Yeah. But he's never been like you know Pro Bowl type guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, uh-huh. Charlie Kohler. So they've got their top three tight ends you know they they're like the jets man they just load up on tight end Kohler and isaiah likely were two i wanted likely so bad but those were two tight ends i wanted so badly in last year's draft jets of the Ravens just loaded up on tight end last year well that's the thing though they're not really lo- loaded up because their next two guys on here are college free agents so they just have the three of them it almost now seeing that surprises me that they didn't jump in and take one of these you know what? Next question, but, but I mean, Mark Andrews. You know, my question is this: Mark Andrews, he's a top three tight end with Kelsey, Kittle, and him. I mean, yep. remember they just kept throwing to him. Why? And I kept saying, I kept thinking to myself that game. Okay, hello, Bengals. Double team this guy. He keeps. That's the only one he's been throwing to that he can get the ball to apparently, and all that. So Mark Andrews, man, that's another guy that just drives. That just drives me nuts. <laughs> I like Matt Walker. He said, "Get your shit together, Greg." I know, man. I know. <laughs> I had that coming after. Rooker will keep us on our toes. That's for sure. If we're yeah, you keep on your toes. toes. And then you got Lamar Jackson, and behind him, you got a Pro Bowler, Tyler Huntley. That just should... no Tyler Huntley, man. I mean, he did a hell of a job, man. I mean, the Ravens, man, in that playoff game. Did a great job, I thought. I mean, I don't well, want to that is it. the sad state of the Pro Bowl. Yeah, that, that just – well, remember David Garrard made it one year when like eight or nine quarterbacks backed out? That's true. It's, he's not the first guy. No, he's don't not the first him. guy. Like, hey, it happens. Not his yeah. fault. No, 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 no. But Hunley, no. Hunley did a great – the third-string quarterback did a good job against us uh, that one game. So, no, no. Hunley, that's a great backup to have. Now, running back, Dobbins, another guy, can he uh, stay healthy? Oh, dude, when that dude was healthy, when that dude came back healthy, man, I mean, he picked up where he left off against us. Well, not not like 100%, but Huntley was – my, my, here's a million-dollar question. Why did they not run it with Huntley at that goal line against us? Uh, that's my question to you. Or with Dobbins. With Dobbins, 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 Dobbins. Dobbins. Yeah. They did run with Huntley. They did run with Huntley. That's what screwed everything up and all that. But my question is, why the hell did they not run it with Dobbins at that I don't know, because he was balling out against us that game. That, that That's literally just almost like, you know, with Marshawn Lynch, they did not run with him, and they threw that pass, and they lost the Super Bowl the Seahawks did. So I did not understand that. Yeah. But, hey, I, I was complaining. I agree. Um, but yeah, it is a big question. Can he stay healthy? Then they they brought back Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, Dax's brother Justice. Yeah, yeah. So they still have some of their depth guys there. And then an yeah. uh, undrafted guy I could see making their team, but I hope he don't. Keaton Mitchell, the guy, our favorite pirate. Arr. Oh God, that's him. We like. Yeah, I was gonna say you got me. You and Santoro were very high on him. I knew that. Well, yeah. he's a speedster. He was like once you got past uh, a chain. You know, Gibbs and A-Chain, it was like, well, this is probably the next most, like, pure explosive running back there is. Right. Just from, oh, yeah. like, that, that skill set. But he couldn't do it, yeah. you know. 
Oh no, I wouldn't be surprised if he made that team. That wouldn't surprise, but they their running backs have been pretty solid. But they could easily. I think there's a new practice squad rule. You can say three players in the practice squad. That would definitely not surprise me if he was one of them. Yeah, that's true. And then they got that Patrick Ricard, the big old fullback that they use basically as oh. an extra lineman. Every time, Dale, you know this. Every time we go up against that one team that has a fullback, that fullback gives us trouble. Yeah. And then Foxy's asking here, you know, how's the wife? She got to come home yesterday. They don't, they think the, um, she had an MRI for like the brain and that came back okay. She's had intense migraines. If anyone don't know that's listening. Um, then she was at the hospital for two or three days trying to figure stuff out. Um, she's got to get an MRI on her neck. They think it could be some kind of nerve, something up going into, you know, the skull, uh, like a nerve in her neck. So, um, that's got to get MRI of that kind of go from there. She has some, some medicines. Uh, she was, uh, she went to work today so far. She's made it through work. So it's kind of taking day by day and hoping it don't come back. Cause I mean, she, she just can't even function when those headaches start. Mm-hmm. It's like just pure pain. Yeah, so, no. yeah, but I appreciate everybody, you know, thoughts, prayers, good vibes, all that. So, yeah. um, but hopefully we're starting to get it figured out, you know, or at least she has something to manage it because, like, yeah. she's seen a neurologist at the at the hospital on Saturday. Me and the girls was in there. But, um, like, a neurology appointment at the actual place mm-hmm. won't be till like, July. So, hopefully she's not having that, you know. Right. It's not as severe as it was pretty much all last week because she had to go in three different times and, like, I mean, it was pretty much all week long. I think one day was a little bit of relief. but Well, at least. We are like like everybody said in the chat, Dale. You're in our thoughts and prayers. We got you, buddy. We got wrist has always been good to us and all that and stuff. So we, we got you, buddy. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't put that stuff out there. I but I do believe in like good vibes and positive thoughts, and I do yes. appreciate it. I don't put that shit out there for like oh, oh tension. Like no nah, man, it's like, you know, yeah. I've, I've lost I've lost uh, a lot, and you know I prefer not not to lose anymore for a long time. So. Absolutely. I appreciate all the good thoughts and stuff, guys. Well, anyways, thanks a lot, Fox, to get me all emotional here today. <laughs> at four o'clock on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, we covered the offense. Defense, well, though. Oh, boy. Yeah. and this right. is, So let's kind of see what they've done here. Well, let's start out with the linebacker. They, I mean, bad enough they got Roquan Smith. And they just added that kid that I know you were very high on. Simpson was his name out of a. Uh... I, I don't know, but how high I am on him? But but to me, how much is he going to play this year? And then if he's replacing Patrick Queen, I mean Patrick Queen's a pretty good player too. Well, Patrick Queen, you know, speaking of Patrick Queen, Dale, remember this? Remember how a lot of people were bummed out that he got picked before we were picking T Higgins and all that, and now they yeah, right. they didn't get pick up his fifth year option. We would have taken. Can we just say this? we would have taken Patrick Queen if he was there in the second round over T Higgins? Is that right? I mean, I think so, but I hate to put those words in the Bengals. But I would imagine because they were yeah. from all reports, they were that high on Logan that they almost took Logan. Yeah, I think they did actually consider him in the first round. But I'm just saying, I, I, I had Logan in the second when they took T. And yeah, they were able to still get Logan in the third. Right. So, so yeah, I do think if they were having that conversation about Wilson. They're probably having the same conversation with Queen well, if he yeah. would have been there. 
Well, same thing with that kid out of Texas Tech that's with the Seahawks. I forgot his name and all that and stuff. Yeah, Jordan Brooks or something. That's like right. That. They considered him too. I'm just saying, you know, luck luck played out well for us. Well, the Ravens, I think the Ravens are bashing themselves in the head. Why didn't we take T. Higgins? You know? Yeah. They would have screwed him up. That's saying yeah. like Packers should have Packers is a team I thought, well, this makes sense that they yeah. would take him. They would, you know, they were already fighting for a Super Bowl at that point. Yeah, coming off a championship, and then they don't go and get T. Higgins. They pick up Jordan Love and prepare for the future. I mean, can you imagine a pair of Ben Rogers at that one point? You're like, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, that is. But yeah, just their their D line. So go back to that. Matabuke, mm-hmm. who's really good. Michael Pierce, Broderick Washington, um, Odafe Owe, who really came on, and then they got like Brent Irvin. They they drafted Travis Jones as a backup, who's probably going to play more this year from Connecticut. A lot of people very high on him. Yeah, and then they basically took mostly a redshirt on Ojabo from Michigan that they're going to be able to rotate in on that line now. He'll probably be a beast as well. Well, remember their defense coordinator wasn't he at Michigan? I think that's another reason why they took him too, because the defensive coordinator was at Michigan too. So yeah, and then with uh, Queen Roquan Smith and and Tyus Bowser is their other linebacker yeah um but their backups malik harrison out of ohio state he's played and played decent for them they took trent simpson and they took tavius robinson who's like six six but like i said he's thin but i hell i think he had nine and a half sacks or something for old miss last year jeez so they're good at, they've always been good at linebacker even after ray lewis left they've always been pretty solid at linebacker but you point this out there roquan smith i know him and prior two different linebackers but i think when we got Jermaine Pratt, when they had to play Roquan Smith, I, I think we got the last laugh, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, I still don't know about their corners. That's why I still like Rocky Sin they brought in. He yep. hasn't really panned out. Marlon Humphrey, I mean, we've seen what we've been able to do against him. Mm-hmm. not saying he's awful league-wide, but – and then Brandon Stevens at Nickelback isn't that great. Obviously, they have Kyle Hamilton, who's a good safety. Oof. And- they brought in Marcus Williams to pair with him, so from New Orleans. I, I mean, the Ravens every year, man, just get that steal in the draft. Everything just falls in their lap. I mean, Kyle Hamilton was supposed to be a top 10 pick, in my opinion, and he fell in the 15. I mean, everything just falls well for the Ravens in the draft, it seems, just every single year. Right? Now, it, this year, I didn't – like I said, this year, I know some people, they got Caillou Blue Kelly, so that's yeah. a guy who could end up really helping them in the secondary. Yeah. Stanford. But overall, I didn't. I didn't think this year was like one of their oh wow big years. No, no, compared to the Steelers and all that. No, no. I think if you get to compare the AFC North, I think they had the worst. No, I don't want to say worst, just the least best draft out of all the others in the AFC. Right. Yeah, their draft was still good. It just wasn't what we're used to. No, and they didn't have as many picks as they normally had if they had more picks. Yeah, that was another thing. Like they would just trade a pick and get like a second or third round pick for it. Like, but know. also, isn't like didn't Ozzy just retire? Like in the past? yeah, Ozzy Newsom did retire. He was like two years. Ago. I mean, Ozzy Newsom that was probably the best general manager in the league because every year he kept the. I mean, since the year two thousand, like along with the Patriots, Ravens has just always been stead, a steady team the la- the last twenty years at least. Yeah. Not to interrupt you. Uh, this was from Bleacher Report for ESPN. No talks have intensified about trading Williams, and the expectation is he will remain a Bengal. Shocker, right? <laughs> that just appeared on my phone. Yeah, he's your right tackle. Yeah, he's likely. your right tackle. But anyway, going back to the Ravens, yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, 
They still have Justin Tucker. They still have a good punter that they drafted in fourth round. Yeah, just Tucker, man. I mean, that's just like another weapon. But going back to Humphrey, I mean, when Chase came in the league, man, I mean, he just torched him. I mean, he made – I mean, they were just talking. Humphrey's a top five corner. Chase just made him look like it. Oh, my gosh. We, we know what the, how that – what the outcome of that was. But, you know, still, you got to treat Humphrey as a top corner, though. Well, Mertz got her neurology appointment moved to June 8th instead of oh. July, so – Oh, no, oh, oh, that's great. So it got moved a lot closer. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. All right, Pittsburgh. Uh-oh. Our favorite shitty Dillers. Shitsburg. Here we go. They were able to add Allen Robinson, who hasn't really done anything. I mean, Allen Robinson, what, what, I mean, like, they're like going crazy. What the hell has he done the last couple of years? And really, when he was in his prime, he really wasn't, you know, oh, my God, this – I'm not, I, I don't know what to say about that one, bro. But even there, like, they have Pickens, who had a pretty good rookie year. I yeah. still think he's a head case, and he's going to get himself thrown out of games. Like, I, I just – that guy, man, he's got to be able to control his emotions. Well, let, let me tell you something. off the field. I could easily see him being a guy who's right. out and about somewhere and punches somebody, you know, and there's well, trouble like that, too. Well, let me tell you something. A close source told me this was a couple of years ago. The Bengals were actually very high on Pickens, but the thing that just scared him away was his attitude on it, was yeah. just his attitude. He had all the talent in the world, but he had a horrible attitude. And, you know, they're like, no, we don't want to deal with that or anything. No, Mike Tomlin will take that risk and hope he can mentor him in it. Yeah. And it might pay off for him or he'll get what he can out of him. No matter yeah. how crazy he is, like the day with Antonio Brown. No, no, my, my Tomlin, you got to give my Tomlin credit. He 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 dealt with a bunch of e- uh, you had all these different types of egos and all that. My Tomlin, look, besides Bill Belichick, my Tomlin's the best head coach in the league. I, I know people don't want to hear that, but he's he, he reads in that conversation. Right, he's a top five. He's definitely a top five coach, easily. But yeah, no, I mean that's I mean. The man just went like he doesn't. They don't. They don't have losing seasons. He's never had a losing season since two thousand eight. Not not one losing season. That is incredible. It's I'm amazing. sorry to say that, but it is. Yeah, and that's through injuries and everything else. Not yes, like I mean, last year with Kenny Pickett, man. I mean, gosh dang it, man. That guy was that guy's not even an average quarterback, and he still managed to win like what eight? They were like eight nine. What were or were they nine and eight or? I don't, I don't remember the exact I, I forget, but they almost made the playoffs. That's incredible, man. I mean, now, uh, Deontay Johnson, their other receiver, which he, he's solid, but he drops a lot of passes. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like you ever seen that movie, The Replacements, where they, they use the sticky stuff on that receiver and all that? That's what they pretty much have to use with him and all that. Kind of like Nelson Aguilar, we were saying, right? Yeah, great. exactly. Same deal. He'd be a great wide receiver if he could just catch the ball. Got to catch the ball, bro. <laughs> but their backups are like, Gunner or Slowski, Miles Boykin, Calvin Austin the third, like I forgot about not, like they're not very deep to me. No, like, well, yeah, did you see that one poll that came out on Twitter with all like all the guys the Steelers added Allen Robinson and like you know all the or like where the Ravens had with Beckham? Who really has the best wide receiver trio? I'm like, why the hell is this even being posted or anything? Stop it. Now I do like how they've turned around their line for the most part. Yeah. The move up to get Broderick Jones, by far the last, like him and Paris Johnson really were the two pure tackle, two pure left tackles in this class. They they aced it. I mean, as and much as I got one of them. So good yeah, for No, they, they aced it. Like I just keep telling you, man, they aced it this draft. They just, 
Isaac Soamalu, getting him from Philadelphia with Super Bowl experience at left mm-hmm. guard, got him for a three-year manageable. I think it was 20 million, 21. Yep. So uh Mason Cole, another guy they were able to bring in in free agency to play center. And yep. then uh, James Daniels, they brought him in last year. He's still like 24, 25 years I, old. I wanted him over what's his name in the draft that when Frank I wanted him so badly. I'm like, this kid is still young. They even said in a couple of years, this kid could be the best center in the league. Obviously, he's a guard now, but that's who I wanted in the draft because he came out of his, he came out of Iowa. I'm like, why not get? I was so mad at that. Pick. Now, don't tell them them this, but they could still use a right tackle. There, uh, the Chuck Wama Okafor. Hey, hey, remember, hey, keep in mind, Dale. They tried to get Orlando Brown. They were they were one of the final teams trying to get Orlando Brown too. Oh yeah, so. for sure. But but they didn't land their right tackle, and they got Laraven Clark as the backup. I don't think either of those guys. They're still going to have a hole there at right tackle. Yeah. Um, but they have upgraded their overall line, so maybe one of those guys can just make it right. decent. That's the thing. I mean, that's what we asked for a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, good on them. You know, they've at least tried to upgrade their line because it's been a major weakness for them, too. Yep. Tight end, they got Fryermuth, Zach Gentry, and then they were able to draft Darnell Washington yeah. in the third round, which, depending on his knee, I don't know how they're going to use him. But they'll, I'm sure they'll find a role for him early. Here's the real question: Is Porchop getting the Steelers Darnell Washington jersey? Uh, hell no! I know. Hell no! Well, right after that happened, I texted. We texted Porchop. He's like, I'm not a fan of him anymore, and all that. But Porchop said, but he was, uh, he was on our, he was on our live show, so you could get that reaction if you want to watch that. No, no exactly. You know what the thing of it is, though. As much as I hate to say this, he he would fit in that scheme perfectly because they're a run first team. He just didn't fit the Bengals because we're a pass first team. But like like a team like the Titans that or the Falcons that are run heavy scheme or like the Steelers kind of I guess I don't know what their scheme is but he could fit their scheme well. This is one uh, I'm glad we got Devonsha Maxwell. Um, yeah, a lot of people are high on him. I know it's from like UT Chattanooga or somewhere. Um, PFF numbers are incredible. Smaller right. school, so I don't know what kind of competition he was going up against. Yeah. But I I am looking forward to see how he plays against the big boys in the preseason. Yeah, no, I'm exactly. Ruling him out as a guy that could flash and stick around, and uh, no, no, why, hey, why not? You know that small school school kid. The last small school kid I thought was going to be good was that kid, that receiver we had. Uh, then he went to Green Bay, and they gave him a shot. I forget his name. Talk. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Um, Jake. Uh, Jake. Yeah, Kumaro. Kumaro. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was going to be awesome, and. We just kind of gave up on him in the Packers. He actually did halfway decent for the Packers. Yeah, he had a good season or, or two with them, it seems like. Then it just, you know. But you know what? Hats off to him, though. Yeah. And then quarterback, they still have Pickett and Trubisky. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. I'm, I'm worried about that as hell right now. A lot of people think Pickett will take a step. I don't know if there's a step to be taken personally, but, hey, we'll find out. Lee Sean McCoy, the fact that you compare Pickett to Joe Burr, I, I mean, look, I know well, he was just lazy. I mean, I mean well, no, this, see, that's right there. That's someone trying to get attention and trying to get a rise out of people. Well, I mean, that's, that's saying, oh, he was an older, he was an older player coming out. Right, his hand size wasn't as big as a lot of the other quarterbacks. Then why did he go first? Uh, he should, he should have been a brainer. Why did he? Why they have like blonde hair? It's like. No, dude, this is just a lazy like comparison. But that's just a that's just a total insult. I'm sorry. And then running back, they have uh, Najee Harris still, who's really been. 
I mean, I wouldn't he, call him a bust because he's good. He's right, good, but he's first. Like that's the concern when you draft guys in the first round. How good are you actually going to be? Because you got to live up to this first round. Well, no, no, no. That's another overrated player. I don't mean to say because he's with the Steelers, but everybody they were just so high on him after his rookie year. I'm like, what did he do? I mean, every time we went up against him, he really didn't do anything. Every he time hurt, he, he was us. hurt a lot last year because T. Robe, the comedian that uh, tours with Gary Owen, come on with us a couple times, mm-hmm. and he told us that the one time he said he's dealing with uh, something in his foot for almost right. the whole year and playing through it, which. I mean, it seems like he kind of has been a little injury prone too, and that's kind of affected him. But that's probably why he tried to play through it because he's like, "Well, shit, I'm never gonna get another contract if I keep missing games." So, well, in his defense, also he was going up against a really crappy offensive line. That's just when who was that guard they had, DeCastro, that retired and all that and stuff. I mean, he was coming to a brand new offensive line. This could be the season if he if he's coming in healthy. And they yeah. improved this line. This will show a lot on on how good he really is. He'll get yeah, exactly. So they gave him some decent help. So this will really – he's really going to have to prove himself this season. But everybody yep. – I thought he was so overrated, though. Well, because the other guy comes in, the Jalen Warren, who was mm-hmm. like an undrafted guy or something out of uh, right. Pittsburgh, and he come in and was looking pretty damn good for him when he would get carries. So right. I, I think it's really his year to to see how he does. Yeah, no, no. Not Jalen Warren's probably going to be in there getting, getting yeah. that playing time. Now, I know we're going to defense here. Now, defense is going to be a hell of a different story coming here. But <laughs> yeah, Cameron Award, obviously, not a lot you can say about him except Ugh. Beast. I keep forgetting DeMarvin Lill fell a little bit and they got him last year. I forgot he backs him up from Texas AM. That's right. Now, I remember that name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was like a fringe first-round guy. I can't remember if he fell to like the third or fourth or where he fell, but I remember him being in that conversation yep. like a first-round guy. And, of course, the Steelers were able to nab him. Yep. Now, this year, they picked up Keanu Bitten from Wisconsin, who we all really like. Dude, he, I, I learned about him last second. That dude would have been perfect for us. That dude's going to scare me. Yeah, yep, that's a very good ad for them. Then they still have Ogunjobi, who was starting to come on once the injuries were oh, starting. Larry, Larry, man. I mean, I'm happy I mean, for Larry. He got paid, but did it have to be in Pittsburgh? Yeah, exactly. Then, obviously, T.J. Watt, not a lot we can say there. Yeah. Uh, damn good player. I mean, but the thing with T.J. Watt is, got to remember, can't stay healthy. That's why I've yeah. always liked my – I've always liked uh, – what's his name? Miles Garrett over him, just because Miles Garrett can stay healthy. For the most part, yep. Then they brought in a Cole Holcomb tackling machine from Washington as one of their mm-hmm. inside linebackers, and they also brought in a Landon Roberts from Miami. So they, they are trying to upgrade that interior. Yep. Devin Bush didn't pan out. I think he's in Seattle as a backup. Like that's- Devin Bush, remember, Steelers thought they were going to have the last lap trading in front of us to get him. Remember, we had him. We knew Devin White was going to be there. We had Devin Bush. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jonah Williams, you know, he was never a bust for us. I'm, I'm so glad we got Jonah over Devin because Jonah could still- And here's the thing. What if Jonah plays all year at right tackle, helps us win a Super Bowl? Right. And and Devin Bush ain't even going to have the last roster, you know? Right. Hell yeah. trade up. He's really going to have the last lap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Highsmith, Highsmith, whew, talk about a good one-two combo. Him and T.J. Watt coming off those ends, oh, you God. know, as as their outside linebacking core is just, I mean, that. Although that I will say this, seven, that whole front seven there looks right. 
really, really right. good. No, on a quick okay. note, though, when Jonah went up against Highsmith, that's when he was finally coming on because Jonah actually did a great job against Highsmith against Pittsburgh last year. But you're right. Alice Highsmith, man, does not get enough credit because of T.J. Watt. Then a guy we were kind of thinking maybe we were going to get, but we didn't, Patrick Peterson. Yes, he's up there in age, but he's still playing hey. pretty good football. Let Jamar go up against him like he did last time. I'm all cool with that. But yeah, remember he said, oh, I want to go to the Bengals, but I think Pittsburgh got desperate. They didn't have a starter, and they just gave him a – no, no, maybe the guy had to get paid. And hey, we'll nice. see. They were able to bring in Porter Jr. also, so they've got a revamp secondary on the outside. Right. So that could be good for them, or that could be even worse, and we just eat them up again this year, which wouldn't well, surprise me. Well, Joey, so, so, so explain to us all, why did Joey Porter fail, in your opinion, He's handsy. Like, I kept saying that during the first round. I, I You were at the stadium, but I kept saying, even though I had him rated high, like, mm -hmm. the days that we got closer, the like, going back and doing those last couple looks, and right. plus what I was reading was, like, he's kind of one of those head case type guys that, like, and when I read that, and you just, I, I don't know, it just didn't seem like a Zach Taylor type person, so... It made me lower on him automatically for that reason for the Bengals. And right. then it's like, you know, and then you add that in with he had a lot of pass interference. You know, uh, he doesn't – his frame is kind of slight a little mm -hmm. bit, so he's not the, the real thick, which right. sometimes he can make up for it. But he panics too much with the ball in the air, which leads to his penalties. And he can get just bullied off the line. Like, I mean, I think, I think like T. Higgins will eat him the fuck up. Yeah, how fast? What was his forty? Do you do you know? Off the top of my head, I don't remember. I feel like it was it was pretty good. Okay, yeah, because like you know, like like I said, if, if he's got an attitude issue, yeah, that's the you can't have that. And then um, so Minka, great great player, can't shit on him. You know you can't top five. They, they brought in Keanu Neal, who I remember he was a pick for um, an early pick for like Atlanta back in the day. Then he was on Tampa last year. I feel like he's moved in between linebacker and safety, so I don't really know what his role will be in Pittsburgh there. Right. But he's listed as a starter. Um, DeMonte Kazee they brought in from Dallas. Keely Willerspoon they brought in from Seattle. So they're trying to build some secondary. Levi Wallace from Buffalo. Some secondary depth, but none, none of it really scares me. Right. And then Arthur Mollett from the Jets is supposed to be their nickelback. I couldn't tell you anything about him. Honestly, yeah. maybe yeah. He's, maybe he's not. I mean, look at that serious defense. It, uh, one thing they did, I agree, that's smart. They, they're trying to load up on their defensive line, and that's a good thing. Like, hey, look, man, let's just keep loading up on that defensive line we have. I mean, Cameron Hayward, be honest with you, Dale, I, maybe you'll call me crazy for saying this. I think he's given us more problems than almost T.J. Watt has at times. I mean, I, I just I, I just remember at times Cameron Hayward would just he come up, up there. And, I mean, and when healthy, T.J. Watt is really good. And, and yeah. I said, man – I was really mad about this one. I, were you on there when they got that Nick Airbig from Wisconsin? Were you on our live show? Was because that day three? I was on day three near the end. I think he was a fourth round pick or fifth yeah, round pick. If, if I do, I probably don't remember. But and yeah. I was like, son of a bitch, because that's a perfect spot for him. TJ Watt came from Wisconsin. He comes from Wisconsin. He's that right. same type of player as TJ right. Watt. Yeah. That, that doesn't really good. fit as a linebacker, but his size is more like a linebacker. That's why in a 3-4 defense, it works because you let him do his thing as rushing passer more than yeah. anything else. So he's going to be a good fit there, too, that they drafted. But yep. other than that, fuck the Steelers, right? Just, just screw Pittsburgh, screw everybody in that division, man. 
It's true. I t- screw them and screw the Chiefs too. Yeah. All of them. Forget all of them. But, man, I thank you guys for tuning in. I, I will look and see. Okay, so they brought Boswell back. They, they had a lot of kicker issues last year between injuries, this, that, and the other. So, Hefty Duck. Shout good. out to Hefty Duck. Yeah, fuck Shakespeare. I like that, Hefty Duck. Oh, Hefty Duck, we got a big night tonight when it comes to the Blue Jackets. The draft lottery. Oh, that's right. It's, I, I actually got curious to look that up. So, it's tonight, you say? Yes, it's tonight. We'll find out what pick they could. They could go as low as pick four. They're right now. They're in the second spot. If they right. had, if they would have lost one more game, oh. they had the best odds to get the so number one pick. Who's this kid? Who's the who's like the Joe Burrow of the draft that everybody's excited for? What's his name again? Uh, Connor Bedard. Yeah, because like so, I just remember the last time something they got excited was that kid for the Penguins. Uh, oh, what's his name and all that? Uh, Sidney you know, Crosby. Sidney Crosby. So Matthews and a couple other, but it's rare. Like there've been like three guys in pretty much mm-hmm. my. I mean. Gretzky would be my lifetime, I guess, but I was. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I, no, no, I'm sorry, Hefty, Hefty Duck, Kevin. I'm sorry, man. I just, I've never gotten into hockey. I'm sorry. Uh, Hefty Duck isn't Kevin. This is Lance. I, no, 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 no. This is Lance. I know that. But I, I, Kevin, I'm just also referencing. I know he's not on right now, but yeah, no, I, I met Hefty Duck. Yeah, yeah no, Hefty Duck and, and also Kevin, I want to say, you know, but yeah. Hey, Ke- the way Kevin is. Kevin will say we're good no matter what. He will not allow himself to even have the thought. No, he's always positive. I admire Kevin. He's always positive. Yeah. He's like, it doesn't matter who we get. He come on here and list it off all of them, which I I have my Union Blue Soldier scarf he sent me. So that was a that was a kick-ass scarf we got. That's awesome. I might have to put that on. I might have to put my uh Johnny Goudreau hockey jersey on. I don't know who the hell that is. Degrees. Oh, Johnny Gaudreau, man, he picked them last year in free agency, and he's like a top 10 to 15 player in all of hockey. All right. Good point score, all that. A little so, undersized, but, man, he's fucking fun to watch. All right, all right. And he could have went to about any team, and he picked yeah. the Blue Jackets, and they weren't even – didn't think they, that he was right. going to pick them. So, Well, hefty duck, man. Hey, I wish you the best. I hope everything works out for you guys tonight, man. Oh yeah, Crip says Kevin gonna be well. I don't have a show. I don't know if Lance and them are doing a, a brew jackets or not. Probably not. I'd probably be too damn nervous to. Yeah. <laughs> what about I want to bring up the schedule thing? What's this going on? Saying they don't have everything planned out? I mean, give me I a break. You have that. a year to plan this out. Come on, or whatever. Yeah, no, doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't have the schedule ready. I mean, come on, man. Seriously. But the, you know what the cool thing about this is, Dale? First time in my life, don't have to worry about not going to any games because I'm all taken care of. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm going to end this one. Since, no, we couldn't ever get a third person on. I couldn't ever use a restroom. See, they're, they're, they're taking away from you guys, too. People like Jeff, oh, I'm doing my kitchen. No, you're, you're too big time. You got other shows you do. Can't do this one anymore. We get it, Jeff. It's fine. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Um, I know Thursday I can't do one. My daughter has cheer, so I'll get off work and pretty much have, like, no time to do a show before I got to go pick her up from cheer. So uh, I don't know about tomorrow and Wednesday. We'll at least try to have one between tomorrow and Wednesday. Yeah. Um, We'll just kind of see. Me and Greg just usually like, oh, we're going to have a show. We'll talk about it in the morning. Hey. I can talk bangles. I get off at three, go home, take a shower, ready to go, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
But yeah, appreciate you guys as always. Greg, appreciate you hopping on here with me. Anytime. Um, hope the Blue Jackets get that number one pick. I hope the Cincinnati Bengals win the Super Bowl this year. Well, I don't hope they're going to win the Super Bowl this they're year. They're going to. Hey, hey, no hope. No yeah. hope. And uh, I'll go ahead and end it. No music. Love y'all. <laughs>